Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Today on Things You Should Know, I'm going to go over with you my personal experience of being vaccinated, COVID vaccine, Johnson & Johnson. So stick around. Things You Should Know podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users, or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway, to the trending topics of the day, such as, are taxes going up or down, and who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decisions you can make, and ultimately, your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion, and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, welcome into the show. This is Things You Should Know. My name is Kelly, I'm your host, and uh, glad to have you here today. I'm going to provide you with some really good information. If you have not uh, been vaccinated, I'm going to give you some information that will help you expedite that. Uh, Before we get started, though, I'd like to welcome everyone to the show. First-timers especially, thank you and welcome aboard. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. So, now, the next time that we upload new content, which should be in 20, I'm sorry, 48 hours, you'll be the first to know. So uh, things you should know, uh, we've got some really great content on the site. And this is one podcast that makes you smarter just by listening. So make sure that you continue to come back. Everyone else, thank you for continuing to come back. Let's get started with today's episode. So today I didn't have to do a whole lot of research because I am my own test subject. And we're going to be talking about the uh, COVID vaccine. Specifically, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit more in detail about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. I was able to secure and be vaccinated, although I am not in any of the preliminary groups. So let me tell you how I did it. I'm going to go over with you how I was able to do that, uh, what sites I use, how I was able to secure the appointment. I'm going to discuss with you what it was like to get the vaccine. And I'm going to talk to you about how I am personally feeling after having the vaccine completed. So let's get going. 
All right. So first of all, uh, I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. And the way this works is, you know, when you're able to secure an appointment at a location, you don't get to choose the type of vaccine. Whatever they have is what you're going to get. So you can go back through um, our podcast list here. We've gone through every single vaccine as they were approved. We talked about what they were from Moderna to Pfizer to Johnson and Johnson. And hopefully soon we'll have this uh, AstraZeneca piece out. I read an article the other day. There's a company out of Maryland uh, that has a vaccine that has some very good numbers associated with it. And that may be the next one. So I'll, I'll pull that information and perhaps do another podcast. But if you're interested in finding out what the vaccines are, what they're composed of, how they are uh, implemented, then listen to those podcasts. I'm not going to get that detail today. I'm only going to tell you that I was able to secure the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And once you get an appointment, whether it's at a, uh, you know, your doctor's office or at some facility, for example, I live in Atlanta area and there are facilities everywhere. The NFL, of course, is involved. So in our city, the Atlanta Falcons have the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So you could potentially get on the list and go there and wait. Uh, but there are a number of other places you can go as well. So how did I do it? Well, I connected with a network of people that I know on the social side. And many of them were reaching out saying, hey, uh, this line is open or that line is open. But to cut to the chase, whenever you see, particularly with Pfizer, but whenever you see an, a, an event that is being held uh, and Pfizer is the vaccine, there's always the potential of people not showing up for their appointments and that the vaccines will have to be discarded. You know, Pfizer has that temperature element. And so if folks don't show up that day, then the, the worry is that they, they're going to discard the vaccines. So being on a wait list is how I receive the vaccine. So it will benefit you to number one, go ahead and try to get yourself an appointment. But if you're not in that particular group, it's going to be hard to do that. And the group in terms of your age and your um, status as it relates to what you do professionally, you know, are you in a compromised group? If you're not in any of those groups, then my suggestion to you is to get on as many wait lists as possible, as many wait lists as possible. Now, one of the ways to do that and find out, because your next question is going to be, Kelly, well, how do I find out where these events are and how do I connect with the people who have the wait list? Well, I'm glad you asked. There's a national standby list for COVID vaccines, a national standby list for COVID vaccines. And the website I'm going to give you now, very easy to remember. Hi, Dr. B. H-I-D-R-B.com. H-I-D-R-B.com. This is a national wait list. And all you have to do is go in. I'm uh, literally looking at it on my phone now. When you go to HiDrB.com, which is H-I-D-R-B.com, very simple website. It says, I want the COVID vaccine. You click on it. And here is the national standby list leftover vaccines. All you have to do is insert your phone number. Insert your cell number 
And this is how you'll be contacted when there are vaccines that are left over. So what happens is because we are trying to be good stewards, and I say we, I just mean just general public and the folks, the, the caregivers and the workers who are distributing this, obviously you don't want to waste them. So you create a... Um, platform where people can be notified in the event that a large number of people don't show up for their appointments. You don't want to discard them and you don't want to continue to waste time. The more people, the the more vaccines uh, that we can get in the arms, the better off. Okay. So that's, that's number one. How did I get it? I was on a wait list. I actually um, was on a wait list at a Walmart that was closer to me, which someone told me about. And I picked up the phone one day and I called and said, hey, I want to be on the wait list. And the lady literally said, well, listen, we, we have an additional shot. If you can come, you can have it. So do your due diligence. You can reach out to Walmart, any local pharmacy, CVS, Walgreens, whatever area of the nation that you are in or of the world, for example, that you're in. I know I'm, I, I'm less knowledgeable about what's taking place outside of the U.S., unfortunately, guys, but at least try this uh, in your local area. And hopefully this site can kind of uh, help you as well. All right. So which vaccine did I get? I got the Johnson & Johnson. So, again, go back through. We did a really in-depth uh, overview of Johnson & Johnson when it got their EUA, their emergency use authorization. We talked about the efficacy rates, and we talked about the fact that the Johnson & Johnson was also uh, tested pretty heavily in these new strands. And although it didn't have the higher efficacy rates as Pfizer and Moderna, it, it was tested in many different locations among other groups. But either way, all of the vaccines have proven to be 100% effective against severe illness, death, and hospitalization. And that's really the key. So I'm not going to go into much more detail than that, but you'll have to go back and listen to those. So I got the Johnson & Johnson, and I actually wanted to get that one, to be honest with you, because uh, you may have heard, if you've listened to this channel before, I had a little bit of concern with the two-shot situation where uh, concern's the wrong word. Uh, for me, I just wanted to be kind of one and done. Uh, but overall, the concern or the 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 potential concern, let me put it that way, for the two shot uh, vaccines is people following up and getting that second shot. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Is an offer we thought you'd be interested in. Are you looking to develop and create stunning coursework? Uh, launch your stunning academy website in a snap. You can choose from among 50 plus designer made, ready to go, industry specific site templates to launch your website fast and with confidence. It's very simple, very powerful. They're flexible courses. You can wave goodbye to dull educational content. There are countless ways to package and distribute your learning content. Create listed or private courses that can be paid or free courses, or you can drip feed your content to build and to nurture your audience the way that you want. You can create compelling and interactive courses, leverage the most rich library of learning activities, and undoubtedly the most customizable course player in the market to build flexible learning experiences to keep your listeners engaged. And lastly, be the boss of your content and design your final course product exactly as you envision it. Preview it as you build it in real time. Get it up and running fast than you ever have imagined. 
Why don't you go down to the show notes, guys, today and uh, click on Learns World. If you're interested in building courses that matter, you can monetize, create memberships, create courses, and create passive income for yourself. So support our sponsor, Learns World. You know, uh, we had some numbers on the podcast not long ago that we talked about, um, you know, folks getting that first shot. And then there was less than, I don't know, it was less than 25% of people had followed up to get the second shot. So the second shot is necessary. So let's make sure if you're getting that first dose that you're doing your due diligence and you're making it back out to get the second shot. So I got the Johnson and Johnson. Now, how do I feel? What what was the experience like? So I'm going to walk you through my day. So again, uh, I, I, well, most of us do these days, but I work from home. And I, in the middle of the day, I just said, let me just kind of follow up with these wait lists to see where things are. So I reach out in the, in the first uh, group that I call. It was a Walmart. It was not very close to me, but it was at the Johnson & Johnson. And I said, hey, you know, uh, I'm on a wait list. I'm just calling to see if you still have a, if you have any spots. And the lady said, yeah, if you can make it here by a certain time, you can you can have it. So she immediately put my name on a list. I gave her my name, my phone number, and we set a time for me to be there. And so I was there at that time. And uh, once I got there, I checked in. There was some paperwork to complete because although the vaccine is free to all Americans, it is being reimbursed through um, the uh, insurance networks. So you will, if you have insurance, you need to bring your insurance information and insurance cards. If you don't have insurance, don't worry about it. They have a different way of billing it. But if you have insurance, I'm going to tell you, go ahead and bring your insurance information with you because they are going to request that. You're going to need it to fill out the paperwork. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of paperwork. There was a pay, maybe two and a half pages. You know, it's just, are you allergic to that? You know, do you have any fevers? Have you been diagnosed with COVID in the past two weeks? Have you, you know, are you pregnant? These sorts of things. So they need to make sure that you're not compromised coming in uh, and, and the vaccine is, is still going to be something that you can take because there are some constraints. For example, we mentioned on the podcast uh, a few days ago that Dr. Agus that we listened to on Howard Stern indicated you don't want to take the vaccine if you have a current infection, if you're on medication, if you've just recently taken a different vaccine for for a different reason. You don't want to have these all these things going on in your system. So you want to make sure that one, you have been away from COVID for 90 days. If you have been diagnosed with COVID, uh, that you don't currently have COVID, that you don't currently have a infection, that you're not currently on any sorts of medication that will offset the vaccine. So that's one of the major uses for the paperwork. The other use is that the information is going into your state's database. No different than the immunization shot records for your child when they go to school or to college. This information is going to be kept so that, uh, this, you know, uh, the local, state and federal governments know what sort of progress we're making. And if there is some sort of um, issue, it can be kind of drawn down to the numbers and you can kind of see where, where things are, which areas are more vaccinated than others. So anyway, so the big question is, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? Well, first of all, the shot was not very painful. 
I get blood on a regular basis, so I'm used to being, you know, poked with needles. This was a very small needle, uh, and quite honestly, it felt like a pinch. So if you're adverse to needles, I would say just kind of turn your head, hold your breath, and it'll be over in a second. Now, I did wait the guaranteed 15 minutes to make sure that I didn't have any sort of uh, reaction. There are professionals on hand, for example, if you do have a reaction and I didn't have any reaction after that 15 minutes is up, you're free to go and you're given some paperwork, which um, helps you to know, you know, more about the vaccine, number one. But number two, it asks you to sign on to the national platform. And if you have any side effects, to list the side effects there. And we talked about this in again in another podcast that the uh, American Medical Association has set this up to crowdsource the side effects of the vaccine. This we we are a part of the data that's being gathered. So this is the first time this has ever happened in my lifetime. Most of the time when you go to the doctor and you say, hey, uh, I have a certain ailment and they prescribe to you a certain medication, it's been vetted and tested and there's data to support it. And you were not in that populace. Well, now we're in that populace because this is all new. I don't care what vaccine you get. It's all new. We're all creating the historical data as we go. And in this case, I think the American Medical Association, along with CDC and FDA, are doing uh, its due diligence and crowdsourcing the information to see what effects are these vaccines having on the general public. And if you have an effect or some sort of side effect, you go on to this platform and you're able to describe what's going on. And that helps doctors to know uh, how to move and scientists to know how to move forward. Now, one example I'll give you is many uh, women who are pregnant were asking, are there any side effects? Is it going to harm my child? Well, according to doctors, their response was, you know, there's been no evidence. In other words, no one who has received the shot has come back to us and said it has harmed them or their child in any way. As a matter of fact, scientists and doctors have agreed that the uh, baby, if breastfeeding, could uh, receive some immunity from the mother if the mother is already vaccinated. And the way they get this information is through crowdsourcing and through following the data. So uh, when you do get your vaccine, you will get this uh, information, you will get this paperwork. So let's all do our part and let's help, you know, uh, the scientists and the doctors by providing any feedback that we can. So I'm feeling fine. I had one day uh, where my arm was just a little sore, like it felt like, (coughs) oh, excuse me, it felt like I um. You know, like I'd gotten a shot, like when I was a kid, you know, when if you have small kids and they go to the doctor to get their shots, you know, for measles, mumps and polio, whatever the immunization is for, the doctors will tell you the same thing they're going to tell you when you go get your vaccine. Look for any swelling or anything around that area. It could be tender, could be sore, because particularly with infants, sometimes it creates swelling in that area where the, the needle was inserted. So you want to take the same approach here. And also sometimes you can get, you know, fevers. And for me, I did have a slight fever one day. It actually happened in the evening. So I felt feverish at night and I felt like I couldn't get warm and then I was too warm. And so it was that kind of chill thing. 
where you have these chills, but then you're hot, almost like you had like some sort of a flu or something coming on. But the Johnson and Johnson, and I'm not a scientist, I'm just hypothesizing here. I'm not sure exactly if this is what was happening, but here's what I was thinking is that the way the Johnson and Johnson vaccine works is it does employ an actual virus into your system, but it just doesn't have any, excuse me, guys. It just doesn't have any of the components that can make you sick. It only has enough information in the virus to associate your body with what it is. So your body can begin to make the antibodies. So when any foreign substance comes into your body, your body will begin to attack it, to discern how to approach it. And the fever is, and again, I'm not a doctor, but I've always heard that a fever is one of the keen ways to discern if your body is fighting something or not, because the temperature of your vessel of your body raises. So I just assumed that's what was happening. The next morning I woke up, I felt fine. I didn't have any soreness. I didn't have any more chills. Fever was gone. This happened literally overnight, and I felt fine ever since. So I'm going on my, oh, how many days is it? Maybe sixth or seventh day now, uh, and I haven't had any other effects. According to the research that I found online, you're good after 15 days. The the vaccine is at its strongest, at its peak. It is it's in your system, and it is fully done everything it needs to do after that two two-week period, about 15 days it takes to get in and to, to do what it needs to do and to be fully operative after 15 days. Now, having said that, having said that, let me reiterate something I said on a previous podcast. Please hear me clearly. The vaccines, I don't care which one you get, the vaccines are only one tool in the toolbox that we have. They're a very important tool. But there are only one. It doesn't mean because you're vaccinated that you're immune to COVID. A vaccination is, doesn't give you immunity. You could still get COVID. What happens is you would not be in a severe COVID status, meaning you would not have these severe reactions, need hospitalization, and not die. It doesn't mean you can't get it. So the reason I'm telling you this is you still need to wear your mask. You still need to to practice all of the social distancing practices that has gotten us this far safely until we are at a stage where numbers are so low that you we can start to back off some of that stuff. For example, last week, CDC uh, sent out some information that said if you're in a group, a meeting, for example, let's say in your office, you guys decide you're going to have a retreat. And one of the requirements is you can attend if you're vaccinated. Well, if you're in a room of people, 10, 20 people, and they've all been vaccinated and you have appropriate distances, then you don't need to wear a mask. This is one of the things CDC has come out with. But we're far from folks taking their mask off. I'm just trying to get you to understand that we still must be diligent uh, with our practices of washing our hands and um safety protocols to make sure that we don't go off in a different direction. And the last thing I want to tell you is that uh, during this time period, my wife actually received a vaccine as well. She got a different vaccine. She got the Pfizer vaccine and we're on day two of her Pfizer vaccine. And I'll tell you this, her arm has been hurting like the Dickens. So I've gotten her Tylenol because we hear the first two days your arms are sore. 
And then after that, you're kind of good to go. So uh, Tylenol is what we were told that would be okay. They would uh, interact negatively with the vaccine. They said, do not do ibuprofen or any, don't do anything other than acetaminophen. And as I always tell you on this show, don't even believe what I'm telling you. Do your research. I'm telling you what I have heard, what I've researched. You do your own research because I'm not a medical professional or a scientist. I'm telling you what we've done in hopes that it will assist you. But do a little bit of research before you just run off and do it. I don't know what your medical conditions are, previous or post, and you may be averse to acetaminophen. I don't know that. So if you do have soreness in your arm, do not be alarmed. This is... uh, uh, part and parcel of what's happening with the two-shot um, method. Uh, again, I had a very little soreness in my arm, nothing compared to what my wife's dealing with today, and I didn't have to take anything. And I feel great. I feel great. And I feel, you know, um, I feel relieved to finally have it and have it done. Um, I, again, realize that we still have to practice our safety protocols until we're told otherwise. Uh, But I wanted to bring this information to you today to assist you and to keep you hopeful because many of you have been on wait lists, maybe, or not wait lists, but trying to get appointments and you just trying to figure out how are these other people getting the shots and, and I would like to have it and, and, and I don't have it. Well, wait lists, do the highdoctorb.com, put your phone number in there. It will source your location based on your number and it will text you your availability in terms of or the availability of the vaccines as they become open in your area. So that's the best thing I can tell you. And in addition to that, do some work on your own. Call your local pharmacy, your Walgreens, your CVS's, your Walmarts. Get on their list. Call them back the next day and the next day and the next day and say, listen, you got any leftover? You have any leftover? If so, I'd like to have it. That's how you get it done because they don't want to throw them away. You need the shot and you guys can just marry up and make it happen. Share this information, guys, with your family, friends, and associates. I hope it's been helpful for you today. It's always my pleasure to welcome you and have you in to Things You Should Know. Come back. Check us out 48 Hours. We'll have some brand new content for you. Have a great day. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.